Welcome to the Fish House Nation podcast presented by Catch Cover, your home for ice fishing news, tips, stories, and strategies. And now, your host, Chris Larson. Hello and welcome to the Fish House Nation podcast. Today's show is an interview with Kyle Agri from Brewer Agri Outdoors. Kyle discusses scholastic fishing in this one, and getting young people involved in the outdoors is something Kyle loves. You'll get a sense for his passion in this interview. Hello and welcome to the Fish House Nation podcast. We're at the St. Paul Ice Fishing Show, and I'm with Kyle Agri from Brewer Agri Outdoors. Kyle, mm-hmm. how you doing? Fantastic. Good Fantastic. to see you. It's fun to see you. I catch up with you every once in a while, and I yes. will see you at the St. Paul Show. Well, it's a fantastic venue. You know, it's fantastic on so many levels, right? You've got it for uh, all of the folks who come in here and get geared up for the ice season. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously that's why the show exists. But on the other level, all of us who are here, right. it's a chance to connect, it's a chance to talk and visit and uh, kind of get caught up after a long off season. Right, yeah. Everybody's excited about getting mm-hmm. back out on the ice and you're excited about getting onto the ice yourself, but you guys also have something going on up in Fargo where you're getting young people in the sport. Tell us about that. Yeah, well, you know, uh, through the winter, obviously ice fishing is the focus, but also we're kind of gearing up for our sixth season of the Lake Agassiz High School Fishing League. And, uh, you know, many people realize that student angling has been a, uh, a, a real up-and-coming thing. Uh, just started in the south, right, with the, with the bass leagues. But uh, here up in the Midwest, it has grown the last uh, five, six years just incredibly. And uh, we've been fortunate enough to have uh, a number of the schools support us there in uh, my hometown in Fargo and West Fargo. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got nine teams. Uh, we've got just, just shy last year of 200 anglers. We're, we're hopeful we're going to uh, eclipse that this year. And uh, throughout the winter, we do, uh, we do a few ice outings. We also do... I know, team meetings kind of to gear up. We do a lot of seminars with those young anglers and uh, get them excited about the sport, get them some knowledge, and uh, hopefully spark a, a fire that will be ignited for the rest of their life. Yeah, it's amazing. You know, I've taken a lot of people just from my son's friend group that typically mm-hmm. don't go fishing. And you take them out, and like once they get it and they start catching a couple of fish, it's like, this is it, man. They're hooked. Yes. It's, it's amazing to see kids that have never done it before, and you take them out once or twice, and all of a sudden the parents call, yeah, we've got rods down our house, and we're doing all this stuff. So it's it's pretty cool to see how kids catch on to it. It's awesome. And there's always been a number, you know, I'm sure your upbringing, my upbringing was in the outdoors. So we're exposed to it. Mm-hmm. But like you said, there's a number of those young folks who would not have that opportunity if it weren't for people like you and others who are coaching being a boat captain, taking kids out on the ice. And uh, that's really, you know, the fu- that's the future of the outdoors and our out- outdoor heritage. So tell me how it works. So there's nine teams. So does mm-hmm. every school have a team? How does that work? It's pretty cool the way we've we've set it up. And, and I, we can't really take credit for it. We, we've had other leagues share their successes. Mm-hmm. So we've been able to take what they've done and uh, customize it for our group. But we basically have two divisions within our league. Okay, and we have, uh, we have a varsity division, just like you would in other sports, and we have an open division. The varsity division is more of a competitive, right? so it feels more like a tournament, mm-hmm. uh, versus the open, where there is competition. We have you know, winners for our outings, but uh, the focus is more on teaching and learning, getting that exposure on the water. And uh, coaches, volunteer coaches in those schools make the determination 
and uh, it's a multi-species type format, catch, record, release. Okay. So we use an app-based uh, format platform, and uh, they can they can score five fish for the night, and uh, it's all based on points within each of the five species categories, and the kids love it. They just absolutely love it because you can win with uh, with some 10-inch bluegills if you get into those. Or you can win with 25-inch uh, walleyes or or bass or whatever you, you know whatever happens to be the thing that night. So with those five possible species, mm -hmm. there's a lot of strategy that goes into this. Tell us about kind of how that plays out sometimes. Well, we see this a lot in our varsity anglers, right? Because they they really go on kind of a circuit in a number of different lakes, uh, just east of the Fargo-Moorhead community, you know, in, in that Detroit Lakes area. And um, it's fun because you'll see the, the students strategizing about what approach they're going to take on that lake. Maybe that lake is really good for producing bigger pike, or maybe it's a panfish lake or a bass lake. And they will come up with the strategy to, you know, obviously win the tournament, but just them sharing information and them kind of figuring it out on their own, it's its incredible. It's pretty awesome. So so you've got these teams, and then how many mm -hmm. kids are on each team, and kind of how do they work together as a group? So in our varsity division, each school is allowed to have three boats okay. and two student anglers in each boat. So they can have up to six. That's their team. And uh, within our open division, it's three student anglers per boat. And uh, these are boats that are brought by volunteer boat captains. Mm -hmm. And so uh, they're giving their time, they're giving their, their uh, you know, equipment. And um, as I said, especially in that varsity division, you know, they know we've got three boats and we're competing each as our own boat to, to be the, the winner and, and ultimately angler of the year. But they also know that within their school, they can help each other. And so uh, you, just see, you just see a lot of collaboration and uh, it's, it's just super cool to watch these kids because they, they take ownership in it and uh, they get really excited. How about those volunteers? So obviously yep. people bring boats, they're captaining these boats. What's that like for them? I'll tell you what, we couldn't do anything in the student angler you know, realm without volunteers, whether it's taking kids out on the ice this time of the year, whether it's bringing their boat down and being a boat captain for these events. Mm -hmm. um, they do it on their own time and you know, for instance, our events are typically um, 6 to 9 p.m. So they can leave work maybe only an hour early, drive the hour to the lake, and uh, take these kids out. Most are, you know, parents, mm -hmm. grandparents, family members. But we see a lot of volunteers from organizations like our FM Walleye Club locally who just want to see kids get involved in the outdoors and sports. And... Um, it's just wonderful. They're they're giving their time, and of course the kids benefit from it. Um, but having done it myself, I also know that we as volunteers benefit from it too. I mean, it's just so great to take the kids out. Tell me about how the season. How's the season structured? Mm -hmm. uh, open water, ice. Uh, how does it work? And you know, throughout the school year, how does it work? Well, during the school year, typically we are we're focused more on um, the learning aspect of it. So, it, you know, when we do ice outings, it's not a competitive thing. It's a field trip, if you will. That's kind of the, the approach to that. And our seminars are the same thing. We, uh, <clears throat> we have a, a, some time in 
the school where they'll allow us to use one of their rooms or an auditorium and we can have folks come in and do seminars, some of the local pros and people like that. And um, it's about education, right? It's about giving them the information that they need. During the summer, that's our, our competitive events. And uh, uh, we have five events plus a championship. And, you know, during the year, all of our events are within your boat. Your, your score is within your boat or your small group there. Um, but at the end of the year, our championship, it's by school. So the school, uh, the winning school, has a, a trophy that goes in their trophy case at school if they win. Very cool. Yeah, it is fun. And you've got to have some collaboration with the school. Tell me about like, how the administration mm -hmm. and everything works with you guys. They've been incredible to work with. They've been incredible. They've been very supportive. Uh, fishing is considered a non-curricular sport, so it's not funded by the school. It's not uh, an official school program. It's more like a club. But they, you know, they give us permission to use the school for meetings. They give permission for us to use their logo and their name uh, and to represent the school. So there's certain responsibilities we have as an organization, obviously, to, to uh, you know, be respectful of that. Um, but it's just, it's, it's a great partnership. They are, are very supportive of opening new doors and opportunities. Obviously, the shooting sports have just grown immensely over the last decade, and fishing is kind of following that same path, and uh, it's growing by leaps and bounds. Yeah, let's get to that in a second, but tell me um, kind of where you see this going. Where do you see the future of this as you guys continue with this? Well, I think, I think more and more, um, if we continue to grow like we are, right, there's, there's gonna be, um, well, the opportunities are endless, right? I mean, we, we can see within our leagues, we can see continuing what we're doing. We can also see moving on to the next level where you have state championships or you have regional championships and you have um, just potential for growth. Within the um, student angling bass fishing world, um, you already have that in place because of some of the structures that have been um, you know, built over the years uh, through some of the bass clubs and you have student anglers who are getting college scholarships. They are being able to, to go to schools and fish on a, a college fishing team. What a great way to fund your education, of course, right? If you're, if you're getting scholarships, but also to uh, possibly have a career. A lot of them dream as a tournament angler, of course, but also in the industry. The opportunity to learn, the opportunity to, to be connected to those folks who are, are in the industry now. So you talked about that shooting sports and how that's mm -hmm. growing. And in my town, we do. We have a trap team. We don't have a fishing team. So if somebody wanted to do and kind of emulate what you guys are doing, mm -hmm. what's your advice for them? Well, i tell you, my advice would be reach out. Um, they can find me on social media. They can find me uh, on the web, breweragreoutdoors.com. Reach out because more than happy to share the, the knowledge we have because we've had others share that, their knowledge with us. It's, you know, pass it on and, and allow this to grow. There are organizations within the fishing and outdoor industry who are fully committed to supporting this. And whether that's being able to provide access to products, right, like here we stand, you know, fishing shelters, augers, things like that to get kids out on the ice. In the summer, it's, it's tackling equipment, right? All, all those things, they're very, very supportive of um, getting those kids exposed to the outdoor sports. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Kyle, is there something I didn't ask you about this that you wanted to talk about? You know, not really. We covered a lot of bases here. It's, it's, it's really exciting. It's something that uh, if you don't have a team, 
a fishing team in your school, let's talk because uh, we'd love to see that happen. Very yeah. good. Kyle Agri from Brewer Agri Outdoors. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for your time. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks for watching. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to the Fish House Nation podcast presented by Catch Cover. For more ice fishing content, visit our blog at catchcover.com.